The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show that is definitely not getting sick. Nope, not happening. It's cough drop in my mouth just for funsies. My name is Greg Tupper. <laughs> I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i'm sitting here sitting over there at the helm making it sound good working the cameras working all the technology that i don't understand it's ashley pickle hello ashley hello i'm glad that you're sitting over there i i'm i have a little bit of allergies but i'm hoping that if we stay way well, further apart i won't get the uh, me, cough drop just for fun let me memo. loop in let me loop in greg powers our recruiting analyst from next level athlete yeah. who has children what's up you have children i do grown yes but they were once not grown Yes, That's how children true. work, typically. Yes. They were at one point not grown. Um, they are buckets of disease that live in your home. <laughs> they are. Yes. But it's worse at your son's yes. age than mine. At nine months. I think. I don't know. When they're playing football, you're in the football locker room and yeah, sports. You're around, you're around a lot of people and that I rem- the d- disease is spread. Well, and I remember very distinct. That's a different kind of disease because right now I think I, ju- I just have a cold. It's annoying. I'm fine. I'm not going to die. I know you're all very concerned about my my well-being, nah. but the what I was going to say is those are gross diseases. Right. That like I remember in high school. I remember there was like a staff infection going around. Oh sure. At the, at, at the locker room, and that is disgusting well something as simple as a stomach virus mm. is just person to person to person in the locker room i got one in the locker room mm-hmm. every day and one in a fraternity house oh so God. All those are like the two disease stricken yeah powers house exactly ew but the fraternity house kid he never yeah my he kid rarely just, comes home so i i don't have to worry about catching he keeps his sickness yeah, in the his, other house yeah, yeah my kids <laughs> just sneezed a couple of times and now i've kind of got to eat some cough drops and and uh i told you man elderberry Elderberry. The thing for me, and this is my this is my uh, this is my pick to click. You take, and I tweeted about this. You take the airborne, right? That's a little fizzy yep. thing. Airborne. My in mom the, likes those. In the Topo Chico, triple bubbles. Okay. <laughs> and as a scientist, I can tell you that mm. bubbles are what make your disease go away. That is science. Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to do the first four through the door before Greg goes too far into his scientific mind. <laughs> um, f- Rob Hathaway, Brent Homan, Paul Roberts, and Samuel DeLeon. Today is Wednesday, September 25th, 2019. 64 days till Thanksgiving, episode 823. 823, the OPS for Nelson Cruz in his last year's Texas oh, wow. Rangers career. Most notable for having 823 OPS and nothing else. <laughs> On today's show, guys, it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. We're going to talk a little bit of recruiting from around the state. And then back half of the show... Matt Stepp was down in San Antonio for uh, and caught up with the head coach of South San Antonio, who's off to a fantastic start, Coach Ron Kretz. Uh, Matt Stepp caught up with him, so we'll hear that interview coming up here at the back half of the program. Before we go into this week in recruit, yes, sir. I think it's pretty impressive. He went to 
Canada, Denison, then San Antonio. Right. Is that how the he's a psychopath? The dominoes fell. He, he went all a, the way. He is a, a the longstanding the longstanding opinion of Dave Campbell's Texas football is that he is a football robot sent from the future to kill us. I saw that he was in Denison the next day after being in Canada. And I was like, is this have real? You ever, yeah. Have you ever seen the documentary film uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day? Yes, <laughs> I yeah. have. It's a great, it's a great <laughs> That doc. is stiff. He is the T-1000. He is the T-1000. <laughs> He's like running after the car. Uh, Football. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruton. This week in recruiting, Greg Powers, our recruiting analyst for Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. Hi, Powers. What's up? How are you? Great. How was your week? It was good. Yeah? Good week. Very busy. Yeah. It's that time of year. I think it's just going to be like that forever. When forever. you're in f- football recruiting, football coverage, everybody wants to do it. Yes. And, but then, you <laughs> and then you do it. And then you see the hours. <laughs> it's just a lot of work sometimes. Yes. Let's get to This Week in Recruiting. A lot to talk about. Uh, some big news around the state. We're going to start with our prospect on the rise. Uh, we're going to Arlington Martin, um, and a program that's off uh, a team that's off to a great start. Yep. Uh, big reason why: 2022 defensive end Ernest Cooper, they call him RJ. Yep. Picked up a big offer this week. His first offer. This one from the Texas Longhorns. Um, and this guy, for a kid who is what a f- sophomore. Yep. Certainly passes the eyeball test at six five two twenty. Good look how, lord! Look how long his arms are. Yeah. And just a puppy, as you mentioned. Um, sophomore, he's going to get bigger, stronger, uh, even quicker off the football as he matures in what I believe is one of the best strength and conditioning programs in the state, a school that produced a guy like Miles Garrett. I was going to say, name one defensive end they've ever <laughs> produced at Arlington Martin. And that's not the only one. The guys that are coming out of Arlington Martin are typically ready for college, and I think RJ will be there by the time he's a senior stepping on the field, and Texas recognized his talents early, extending him an offer uh, after an unofficial visit this weekend. Um, for their big win over Oklahoma State, it, you know, ending that long losing streak in Austin to the Cowboys. Uh, Texas A&M is also on him as well, and I imagine now that Texas has offered the uh, the gates, the floodgates will now open for R.J. Cooper. Yeah, R.J. Cooper. His name's Ernest, but call him R.J. Uh, picked up a big offer from Texas this week. You figure that will... Uh, I'm going to go on a record and say that won't be his final offer. No, I don't think so. I think he'll get at least one more. Uh, let's get to our commit of the week. <clears throat> and this may as well be our flip of the week. Yeah. And this is big news. Uh, Fort Penn Austin 2020 wide receiver Troy Omieri. Right? Yeah, you did right. great. Troy Omieri. Uh, we got a good old-fashioned A&M Texas flip. Uh, I feel like this hasn't happened in a while uh, with with A&M and Texas like flipping between one another, but this one's a pretty big one, a four-star prospect, the number 23 prospect in Dave Campbell's Texas Football's Hot 100, uh, decommits from the Aggies, commits to Texas. Uh, That's a big deal, right? Yeah, I think so, and why I think this is a big deal is because Texas has had so much success with these bigger framed wide receivers in recent years, especially since Tom Herman has taken over at the helm of the, of the Longhorns program, you know, Lil Jordan Humphrey last year, Colin Johnson this year, uh, they understand how to use these bigger frame guys in their offense, and I think that's exactly what he is. Malcolm Epps, another yes. guy there uh, who can who's probably more in the – I think Troy's a little bit more uh, explosive than Epps was. Epps was a tight end projection coming out of high school. I think uh, he's probably going to play in the flex be, or be a bigger outside receiver when they, when they need him. But he's a guy who can flat out go up and get the football when you need him to, but I love his blocking ability. This guy will uh, – really block and I think that's very important because 
the Texas ground game is something that really needs to start to get going if they want to mm-hmm. make a mark on the national landscape. They need to be able to run the football. And it takes good wide receivers. And I think Tom Herman would be the first to attest to that because at Ohio State, when they had guys like De- Devin Smith step up, they won the national championship yes. because those guys were blocking for Zeke on the edge. So those are the type of guys you need out there. <coughs> I would bring up the point that I think with Troy Mary, this would be a guy who would be getting a lot more attention from a statewide and national perspective. Um, in a lot of other years, but it's a really good wide receiver year, especially at the right. very top with Demas uh, and with Jackson Smith or Jigba. Uh, I mean, even adding a guy like Quentin Jackson or J- Quentin Johnston rather, uh, and uh, and Marvin Mims, Luke Fawangi. It's a really good receiver core right. of uh, like, and so I feel like he may be a guy that kind of gets lost in the shuffle. But uh, this guy's a playmaker. He's a playmaking dude, and he's a big reason why. Um, you know, he's he's uh, he's a number twenty three uh, ranked prospect. In the state, according to Dave Campbell, right. Texas football corner, next level athlete. Uh, I mean, I feel like this is a really like, you know, a guy that in a lot of other years we'd be talking a lot more about. We have him third in the wide receiver rankings, and that's behind uh, Demas and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, also, you know, if you consider EJ Smith as a wide receiver, we we mm-hmm. rate him as an athlete for right now. Uh, would push him down to number four. But he he's one of these guys who took a rankings hit by some of the other services based around his performance at the opening finals in Frisco. And he uh-huh. came into that camp a little banged up. So sometimes the national uh, guys get a chance to look at these prospects for the first time in person, and they're out there competing when they're not 100%. I'm telling you, this dude can play. So I, I, I still feel pretty firm that he's one of the top 25 guys in the state. It's Greg Powers, the next athlete. Join us for this week in recruiting here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF2Day. Let's get to our underclassman of the week. Underclassman of the week. It's a guy you may have heard of. Uh, North Shore 2021 uh, quarterback Demetrius Davis Jr. Um, has named the top five. What did he do again? He named the top five. No, I mean, why do we know his name? Uh, oh, he threw a pass. Oh, he threw a pass. <laughs> um, Not really important. Uh, One of the 49 touchdowns. A guy who um, he's named his top five. A&M, Baylor, LSU, Nebraska, Virginia Tech. Uh a diverse top five. Yeah, three different conferences. Yeah. A really, like, when I first read this, I was like, this is like, you know, you, normally you, you, there's, a, there's a, like a through line, right? Right. You go, oh, okay, he's, he's thinking, he wants, like, he wants to stay close to home. So, for example, if it was like Baylor, A&M, LSU, uh, Arkansas, and Oklahoma, you'd be like, oh, he wants to stay close to home. Or it's like guys like, oh, he definitely wants to get away. It's like, oh, okay, it's Nebraska, Virginia Tech, you know, maybe LSU, Florida, and Ohio State. Instead, it's this odd mix of ACC, Big Ten, SEC, and Big 12 all lumped into this. Uh, but whoever gets him is getting a bona fide playmaker. And this is his uh, junior highlight reel from this season. And I, I wanted to kind of talk about it a little bit uh, before we kind of dive into his top five, just to kind of show the progress I feel like he's made a, up in a few short games yeah. they entered this season uh without Shadrick Banks who's probably their top playmaker on the offensive side of the ball at the receiver position and of course they got two great running backs there Zachary Evans and John Gentry and I think you can make an argument that Shadrick Banks not to interrupt you but you can make an argument that Shadrick Banks is like their only established receiver as well like right. he's their big time playmaker on the outside he's exactly. the one guy that you know and is a known commodity on the outside as the games progressed this year Davis has progressed without those playmakers because Zach Evans played in game one and then has been not in game the, the next games after that. And they need to to lean on him a bit um, 
to make this thing click, yeah. you know, and he started to step up within that. And I think that's really important to watch a quarterback's development within an offense in that regard. He's now stepping up as a leader in the absence of those playmakers, which I think is really important. It's important to see a quarterback do what the team needs him to do. Right. You know what I mean? And and this year they have needed him to do more, plain and simple. They've needed him to be a more of a runner. They've needed him to, to, to step up and be more of a leader, and he's done that. Right. And the, the Ridgepoint game, I think, was his best game. To me, I mean, yeah. at least on tape, it was his best game. Uh, but who knows where he'll end up? I think LSU has a great inroads uh, with North Shore prospects. Mm-hmm. It's uh, pretty close to home. Of course, A and M is always going to be there, but they already have a commitment in that. Um, I think in that class from Eli Stowers. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes up because he also has ACC and Big Ten. Yeah, on that list. So a- SEC, ACC, Big Ten. Who else was? Let's see. Uh, and then it was Nebraska. Yeah, yeah that ACC, was the one that Tech. threw me off. Yeah, SEC, Big Ten, ACC. So and Big 12. could be yeah, Big Twelve. Baylor. So I mean, four got, out of there you go. Yeah, four. four it is a diverse list. Yeah, exactly. Uh, finally, yeah, the only one Pac twelve. Poor Pac twelve. Yeah, Pac twelve. They, they're struggling Pac-12 in recruiting after and dark. on the field. They're, they're, str- <laughs> they're, they're struggling. It's it's quite dark. It's after dark. One might <laughs> say in the Pac twelve. Finally, our recruit of the week. It's another underclassman. Twenty twenty one running back out of Denton Guy, Deuce Harmon. Uh, took an unofficial to Texas A and M. Uh, and while he was there, they offered him a scholarship. Yep. Uh, very quickly after that, he got an offer from Oklahoma State. Uh, that he already had offers from SMU, TCU, and Illinois State. Uh, this is a guy who, if you want to put the tag breakout candidate on him, I think that that's fair to say. We did. Yeah. We did put the tag yeah. breakout candidate on him. And it's nice to see his list start to kind of reflect the talent uh, that he possesses. Oklahoma State offered him just a couple of days after Texas A&M, so he's up to five. Uh, three out of those five are P5 schools. Of course, SMU and Illinois State have a keen eye for talent. Um, his list is going to continue to go up. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if we're talking about him come January that he's got 15 offers. Yeah. Um, Geyer's defense have, has allowed a lot of points so far this season, but if they are to make a run to – the championship, if they're to make it to AT&T or a deep run in the playoffs, yes. they're going to need their defensive guys to step up, and this is, of course, one of those guys. And as he plays better, his list will continue to go up. Of course, you get at, once you once you get that big in-state offer, whether yes. it's Texas or Texas A&M, sometimes TCU, whoever that may be, that's when the out-of-state schools really feel like they can't afford to wait anymore and they start to follow suit. And we saw it with Oklahoma State, but that's not going to be the last offer for him. He's one of the most physically imposing cornerback prospects, even though he's not at that six-foot marker. He plays physical, a uh, physical brand of football, and I think that he'll uh, he'll be one of the top-rated guys in the state for that that class. Where are you going this weekend? Ooh, nowhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, uh, seriously. Uh, we're I gonna, live here now. We're going to go to Frisco Memorial versus Frisco Lebanon Trail this week. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple guys at Lebanon Trail that I've been watching. Um, Drew Donnelly, a receiver who started to pick up some offers. He's one of the fast, fastest track guys uh, in the state. And they have a defensive end who's could probably get some FCS looks and Jaden Leverett. And I'm looking forward to seeing Frisco Memorial, two of these teams that are on the, at the beginning of their progress in FISD. So we'll see yes. what happens. And then I'm going to try – to swing by and catch the tail end of the Colony and Frisco Centennial, depending on how uh, the game goes. So we'll see how it all plays out. I, I do think that the Frisco Memorial-Lebanon trail game 
will be a shootout and a very intriguing game. It was a great game last year for the two upstart programs, and I think it'll be a good game again this year. He is Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. And, of course, see his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Powers, appreciate it. Let's do it again next week. Let's do it. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Please become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, or at least consider it. Uh, is our subscription package. You get two magazines, years worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com, including access to our recruiting site, texasfootball.com slash recruiting. If you like what that man had to say, uh, you can hear more of it at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. Bonus podcasts, uh, recruiting analysis, uh, let's see, computer projections of every game, which are up right now, computer rankings of every every team in the state. Uh, A lot of good stuff at texasfootball.com slash insider to become a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider. So consider that if you want or not. I don't know. But you should. I'm not your mom. I'm not going to tell you what to do. That is also true. Matt Stepp was a traveling man last week. Went from Canada to Denison to San Antonio where he watched South Sam pull out an impressive uh, 27-14 win over San Antonio Lee. Critical win in their district 27-6A chase. South Sam, the Bobcats are 3-1 and and 1-0 in district play. Feeling pretty good. Matt Sepp caught up with their head coach, Ron Kretz, after the game. Here's Matt Sepp's conversation with South San Antonio coach Ron Kretz here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, back here at Hero Stadium in San Antonio, here with the head coach of the South San Bobcats, Coach Ron Kretz, after a 27-14 win over San Antonio Lee. Congratulations. Thank you very much. It was hard fought. You guys are 1-0 in district, 3-1 on the year. Uh, you know, you start a district playoff with, with a big win. You keep yourselves in playoff contention because every, every game in this district is important because it looks yeah. like on paper it's going to be every game's important. Every, everybody's pretty evenly matched, aren't they? Yes, it is. This district is uh, one of the best in uh, South Texas. It's very competitive from top to bottom, and you got to bring your A game every night. Now, you guys are, you know, this is a Northeast ISD district. You guys, all these schools, not Northeast ISD, it's in this district. So, do you guys play with a little bit of a chip on your shoulder to kind of prove the guys from the other side of town that, that you guys can play, you guys can play ball, you guys can, you guys play, you know, you run the flex bone offense, yeah. you're a little old school. Yeah. Do you kind of use that to your advantage a little bit? Yeah, we do. I mean, we, we just uh, smash mouth football, you know. Uh, that's what we're capable of doing. That's what we're going to do because it keeps the clock going. You know, it's not about being pretty on Friday night. It's about getting more points than the other team, and, and that's what we strive for and that's our goal but uh, in this district you know one night we'll maybe run the ball like crazy next night we might be throwing the ball it's just whatever it takes to get more points now early in the game you guys had some adversity you know that you're driving it's 7-7 in the second quarter and you're driving to take the lead and, and they get a pick six on you take a 14-7 lead uh you know didn't seem like your sideline got down and then the very next play you guys were trying to ensuing kickoff for a touchdown how big was that did it kind of lift your sideline up a little bit yeah, because we as uh, on the offensive side, we're already talking about two-minute drill, et cetera, and the next thing you turn around, playmaker Steve Safuentes takes it to the house. Uh, and that was a huge blessing. Uh, it takes a lot of stress off the coaches, and then just got to let the kids play. But, uh, you know, as a team, we, we know, like every head coach, we, we look through adversity. We, uh, we attack adversity. We let it go, slide down, and uh, move on. That's what we did. Your offense really controlled things in the second half. What, was was it, Did you guys make an adjustment on some of the reads and the option, or was it just a matter of were you just executing your stuff a little bit better? What it did, uh, we did is we just grinded the ball out. 
you know, we ran two or three plays, multiple formations, and uh, just handed the ball off. Uh, we eliminated the read. Uh, not that we didn't want to, but our goal was to run the clock and get out of town with the W. And it's not pretty, but it's effective. It's like you're kind of getting, you're kind of running that, you know, let's get three, four yards a pop and just kind of, kind of, it seemed like you warmed down a little bit in the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, you know, just like Army and Navy running this offense all you got to do is, is stick with them to the fourth quarter and then through your physical training all week long and, and the system itself uh you know you slowly but surely grind down the defense now uh third quarter your defense they're a little undersized but they're scrappy and they're quick they came up with a big turnover there and kind of yeah they, they were driving to potentially tie the game or take the lead you get that turnover come right back down score a touchdown uh opportunistic defense what can you say about those guys we will be undersized every team we play against I mean, that's just who we, and we preach that all year uh and we just got to play bigger than what we are you know, we may be 5'10", but we've got to play like we're 6'10". And our, our heart's going to be the size of a giant. And our will's going to be, you know, another giant. You know, it's just what we talk about. And as long as we play technique and, and be sound and, and coach the kids up, we're, we got a shot every Friday night. Final question for you. you got a short week next week. You're, you're going on Friday night. Uh, how, how do you change your, your, uh, your weekly practice schedule playing a Saturday night game? We don't change. We just keep rolling. Monday's Monday. Here it comes. Coach, appreciate your time. Congratulations on the win. Enjoy it for a few hours, and uh, I guess you'll be getting ready for next week. That's right. Thank you so much. Paul's up. Congrats, Coach. Thank you, sir. There is Ron Kretz, the head coach of the 3-1 and South Sand Bobcats. Off to a great start. Homecoming this week against MacArthur. Another big game for them. They can knock that off. 2-0 and and in difference play. Watch out. Not bad. That game, 7.30 p.m. Friday uh, at Bobcat Stadium. So, appreciate Ron Kretz catching up with Matt Stepp after their big win. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Not really any questions today, but there was, uh, I guess a final thought could be uh, Tim Sparkman in his, when he said hello to us, he gave us a what's up. And I appreciate that. That's a good. How old were you when the (laughs) what's up commercial came out? Like two? What year did it come out? (sighs) Let's see. We can see. We can do some math there, but. Uh yeah, 1999 was the first year that 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 ad uh, came out. And so, how old were you? All of two years old. And that <laughs> is your depressing fact of the week. <laughs> That's gonna do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DTTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Greg Powers, the Next Level Athlete, for joining us. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for episode 824. Text football today.